Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Feels weird. It's already Thursday. Woke up this morning. Sent. My former best friend, but now he's Andrew Bogus's best friend, Tom DeCelestino, a text, a good morning text message, and I got back a, it's almost Friday gift, and it threw me, because yesterday was my Monday, but today's my Thursday. I don't know what's happening. Here's what I know. We got a great couple hours lined up for you, and we are thrilled you are listening, whether you're doing it through your wonderful local affiliate on the Odyssey app, which, as you know, is free at RiderThanYou.com. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here. If you want to call us, you want to take it to the next level, you want to take this listening relationship to the next step, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Twitter, Sports Rider Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, at DCLCBS, at Andrew Bogish. They have yet, Cell and, and, um, and Bogish, to get out there at Best Friends Forever combined Twitter account, but I, I'm told that it is it, it it will arrive. Not as quickly, though, as Kurt Heelan will arrive on this show. That's one hour from this moment. We will get into the drama, the ugliness, the backstabbing, the betrayal, the allegations of domestic violence from many, 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 many years ago involving the U.S. men's national team, He's not really the head coach in Greg Berhalter. His contract expired at the end of last year, but it's a weird, ugly, bizarre story, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it in about 20 minutes. We'll give you the latest on DeMar Hamlin and just let you know the latest on that situation and, and talk about what I think has been some, and I take it at face value, some impressive leadership and perspective from Joe Burrow and talk about what should or shouldn't happen with that Bills-Bengals game that, may not be played again. We will hit a bunch of topics in buy or sell, might dive into the Brooklyn Nets. Look, the Nets lost yesterday, finally, after a 12-game win streak. And you're not going to hear me say, because they lost, now they're not very good. They won 12 games in a row. Very impressive. They're playing great basketball. They're exactly what they were supposed to be. Still don't buy it. Still not buying it. I'm sure at some point you'll you'll the guys will crack a joke because I watched... My Christmas pajamas and warm again. There's no one here. I'm a little, you know, studio. No one's around, so I they're here. They're, I, do you decel? What do you think? Is it overkill or do you like day two? Uh, I like day two for selfish reasons, so we can crack some jokes at you. But uh, you know, if if the same people see you in public in the same Christmas fair. pajamas, it is now fair. January fifth. Fair. I don't know how Expl- much longer you can get away with this. 
you feel like we cleaned, because this is what you do over the holidays, we cleaned out the whole house. And we found some pretty scary expiration dates. You remember when the when the pandemic happened, everybody bought a bunch of food? Like, oh, what if the food chain? Man, there was some expiration. Like, we knew we were going to throw it away, but look at So you're telling me, from a fashion sense, what you're seeing in me is what I saw when I turned over one of those cans and it said expires in September 2021. Uh, yeah, but take this with a grain of salt. This is coming from the guy that thought he was wearing a three-quarter zip sweater yesterday. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. We are fashionistas. We are not. When Andrew Bogus is, is the voice of uh, fashion reason, we got we got a we got a real problem. Uh, speaking of real problems, there's nothing like desperation and sadness as a would be balm for arrogance and failure. And that is exactly what is going on at um at Texas A&M. I have never been a Jimbo Fisher Believer, It's not personal. I don't know Jimbo at all. But if you've listened to this show long enough, especially when we go back to the, the days when we were in the evenings here on CBS Sports Radio, you know there are just certain people that strike me as unlikely to be successful. And some of those guys I get wrong. Mike McDaniel, wrong, wrong. Really nice job, uh, Dolphins head coach. But Jimbo has always fallen into, the, fallen into that category. Same category as Gruden when he first got the job. Same category as the Brooklyn Nets in this combination. And maybe... Uh, Less of a likelihood it was going to go the way that it went, but there was always for me and Jimbo an arrogance that stopped self-awareness, and that is always, I think, a critical ingredient in failure, especially in something as competitive as SEC football. Or hell, just big-time college football, to say nothing of, of the SEC. And we've seen this at times with Jimbo in his attacks on Nick Saban, when, when maybe maybe you should just focus on taking the recruiting classes, and he's recruited them, and turning them into successes, which he has not been able to do. And the latest headline on Bobby Petrino, who is now the offensive coordinator for the moment at A&M, is so farcical and pathetic and ridiculous and gloriously dysfunctional that I actually didn't believe it when I saw it. I saw it. And I thought, this is one of those things where this, and I'm going to say who, where I first saw it, this source got fooled by the, by, by the new Twitter. But no, no. Um, Jimbo Fisher, who is supposed to be an offensive mind and calls his own plays, has brought in, and look, Bobby Petrino is an offensive mind, but he's also unreliable. He is also, like Jimbo Fisher, an egomaniac in the extreme in which his self-regard for himself and inability to have some self-awareness has felled what would have been a really promising career. And on top of that, Bobby Petrino, and I, I looked it up this morning, this is an actual almost fact, has never been anywhere longer than three and a half minutes. That's the longest job he's ever had. It's, cra- it's an incredible, his LinkedIn is 431 pages long. And you're going to bring in this guy as your last-ditch effort to try and justify your contract at A&M that pays you a bunch of money and goes for 151 years? A&M can't get rid of Jimbo. But there's a desperation, and there's a growing failure, and there's an understanding something's got to change. Maybe it'll work. Maybe. Maybe Diesel will come into work tomorrow and be a fashionista. Maybe I'll wear something other than these Christmas pajamas. But I wouldn't bet on any of those things, and I certainly wouldn't bet on the idea of Petrino working out. And I understand that there's a there's a modern there post the humiliations of of Petrino's career, there have been some some real successes in terms of 
his ability to take, and he is, his offensive mind, his excellence. He's got capabilities and talent there and turned into modern success. The, the biggest example is the, the guy behind the 2016 Heisman Trophy run for Lamar Jackson. That, that's probably the big modern success story. I just think it's worth pointing out that Lamar Jackson, it turns out, and we know this now at the NFL level, is a natural talent, is a natural athlete. And I'm not sure to what degree you look at Lamar Jackson and say, man, Bobby Petrino's offensive genius unlocked Lamar Jackson. Now, you might say he recognized the talent. You might say he he recruited the kid. But that's never been Jimbo's problem. Remember, Petrino is a guy who was the UNLV offensive coordinator for about three seconds. He literally just took that job after being in the wilderness at FCS program Missouri State. And not a shot at Missouri State. My kids were born in Missouri. I went to school in Mizzou. What's up, Missouri State? Well, we all kind of know you're not exactly a powerhouse. That's where he spent three years, and he turned the program around. They went from 1-10 and 10 to 18-15 and 15 in three years under Petrino. He, he, he can coach to, to a degree. But this guy then takes a job at UNLV to be the offensive coordinator. This is the opportunity to get back out of the wilderness. And how does he take his opportunity in terms of the loyalty shown to him. How does he repay UNLV, who gives him this chance, this road back a week ago? He leaves them before ever really doing anything. I mean, he's making he's making Cliff Kingsbury almost look like someone who's a long-term coordinator at the college level. And you're going to go in there, and you're going to, what, call plays, and Jimbo's not going to get in the way, but then things are going to go badly. These are two egomaniacs. And I waited this long to bring up the big sort of the obituary line, right? We all... None of us are immortal. Someday, you know, it's, 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 that part is over, and, and there's going to be a bigger, small obituary. I don't know what my first line is going to be. Probably worked with D-Cell. I don't know what D-Cell's line is going to be. was nothing but sunshine and joy. I can tell you what it's going to be for, 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 for Mr. Petrino. It's going to include the fact that he was the head coach and a rising star at Arkansas when he got in a motorcycle accident with a football staffer who turned out to be someone in an inappropriate relationship with him who wasn't his wife. And, and then there's going to be probably you know a few nights of the funeral and there'll be some flowers and all that good stuff. We hope that happens for me too. And then they're going to mention that he was the head coach of the National Football League's Atlanta Falcons for 13 games and decided to get out of there. He went from one of the shortest tenures, of his own accord, by the way, in NFL history, to, let's go to Arkansas, to his career coming to an absolute end, and the slow rebuild to try to get back to where he is. And he's repaid UNLVs, and again, I wouldn't say it's faith, really. It's, it's desperation on their part, too, to just hightail it for the money at Texas A&M. These pairings don't work. When you see someone who is clearly in such high self-regard for themselves in the throes of their own greatness. And time after time, that arrogance, that inability to function in a way that leads to long-term success, the inability to be stable for a variety of reasons, in Petrino's case, in a career, in a job, where if you just stuck it around and did the job the right way, you'd make a bunch of money and be successful. When that's a pattern, the pattern doesn't change. It doesn't. Hell, look at people who have been arrogant in the extreme and had success until they got to a point where it caught up to them. And Urban Meyer is probably the the most recent and best example. There is a catch-22 in being a human being who's massively successful. This is true if you're a coach. It's true if you're in sports media. It's true if you are a politician. It's true in a lot of things. If you get to a point where you're so sure that you know everything and you can't take advice 
and you don't play by the rules and the realities and the physics of whatever career you've chosen because you don't think they apply to you anymore, you come crashing back to earth. And that is what's happened to Jimbo Fisher, and that's what's going to happen in this terrible, terrible marriage with Bobby Petrino. It ain't going to work. It's going to fail. They're not going to succeed. They're not going to get along. They're not. Because one of two things are going to go down. Either Petrino's going to come in and has some early success by totally disregarding what Jimbo wants to do, and his ego is going to get so huge, he's either going to leave or tell everybody in the building that he's the success story, and Jimbo's not going to like that, or it's not going to work, and it's not going to succeed. And let me say this, too. Bobby Petrino is a moderately, maybe very talented offensive mind. But let's not overstate it, okay? He's not the Einstein of football. He didn't reinvent the wheel. This isn't. Let's, we're not going to get Russell Crowe out of storage wherever he is and do a beautiful mind to the football edition. Petrino's a pretty good coach who destroyed his own career through his own terrible decision-making. This isn't someone that you plop in, right? This isn't Dustin Hoffman. Tom Cruise didn't find Dustin Hoffman at some house. He's going to put him on a, on a sideline, and he cracked the code. He's coaching in the SEC. The guys that are defensive coordinators in the SEC are pretty good at what they do. You, you think there's... A single defensive coordinator right now in the SEC who's this morning, and it's early here. It's 7, 12 in the morning on the West Coast. It's 10, 12 out east. So I guess out east is what I should use here because that's where most of them are. Who are like, oh, God, you got Jimbo as the head coach, and now Petrino's that we're, we're finished. Are there any jobs on the West Coast we can get away from the SEC? Uh, I'm not going to circle that game. But like, that'll be not easy. But, I mean, the dysfunction. So we got, what, what is that, seven-point advantage? Right, for us? All right, cool. Good luck. Good luck, Jimbo. Good luck, Jimbo. How about, how about this? How about Jimbo figures out how to manage his own world before he turns to a guy? I mean, if Jimbo Fisher were looking at the college football landscape and said to himself, who can I find who has an even higher predilection for undermining themselves and destroying the opportunities they're given and not being loyal or faithful? Who, like, who would I? Oh, I mean, Bobby Petrino can outfit Jimbo Fisher. I mean, let's go get that guy. Two, I read somewhere two negatives make a positive. Maybe we'll win games. <laughs> Incorrect. All right, ran over. It's not going to work in a and I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. I'm not even rooting against you. I'm rooting against Bobby Petrino, though. And keep him away from motorcycles. And I would have said football fields. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm in, I'm in Christmas pajamas. I'm wearing Christmas pajamas every day this week. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, the guys are probably going to mock me, and we're going to talk about the U.S. men's national team drama. If you haven't followed this, if you're not into soccer, that's fine. It's okay. You don't need to be. This is a human stew of misery, jealousy, anger, and bad decision-making. It's hard to look away from. You want to hear about it. I'll give you the details next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Let me try to break down this U.S. men's national team bizarro saga. Can't make this stuff up as, as clearly as I can. So Greg Berhalter was the U.S. men's national team head coach until his contract expired at the end of last year, a couple weeks ago. He was and still is technically in consideration for being the head coach again. They're trying to figure out what to do for for soccer reasons, for sporting reasons, after a, I think it was a lackluster World Cup, but whatever. That's beyond, that's beyond the point now. On December 11th, which was, I don't know, a week, I think, after the U.S. men's national team went out, uh, Burr Halter went to an off-the-record talk in New York City and said that someone was sent home for not meeting expectations on and off the field. He basically threw someone into the bus, very quickly came out, and it was not hard to follow if you followed soccer, that Gio Reyna, who's a very young, promising player, was the guy he was talking about. Reyna barely played at the World Cup, and it was a head coach clearly throwing his guy into the bus. Uh, Reyna, the next day, I think it was, Gio, the young dude who plays in Europe and is very talented and can be, I think, the best player in this crop of young U.S. men's national team players, I came up the next day and gave a statement that said, I thought this was private, I made mistakes, I thought I was forgiven, I'm moving on. And then things got really, about a month later, the last two days, things got really, really Weird. There was a report that Greg Berhalter uh, um, had been blackmailed, or had, and he didn't use the word blackmail, but had been, in his words, strong-armed into being punished for something over allegations that were never made public and never reported to the police a long time ago. What, 1991, I think, is when this went down, in which Berhalter, not even alleged, has said, said that he got into an argument in college, in his teens, I think 18 years old, uh, with his then-girlfriend, who's now his wife of 25 years, and they have kids together. But back when they were in college, he says they were out, they were drinking, they got in a fight outside, an argument, excuse me, and, and he kicked her. Police weren't called. Charges weren't filed. Not saying it's okay. And very few people knew about it. Except his then-girlfriend, now-wife's college roommate and college soccer teammate and one of her best friends a woman she confided in, who went on to marry Gio Reyna's dad, Claudio Reyna, who is also, like Burhalter, a lifelong U.S. soccer presence, longtime soccer player, friends with Burhalter, long-standing relationship. Some in reporting have used the words best friends. And it turns out that Daniel Reyna, Claudio Reyna's wife, Gio Reyna's mom, claims she is the one who turned in Greg Berhalter for alleged domestic abuse from 1991, an event that she knew about because she was friends with Berhalter's wife. Is that confusing? I'm trying to explain as best I can. It is so bizarre. It is so strange. It is so ugly, and it, it hits on a lot of things. And, and my my view of this is 
is there's a lot of things here. And I know it's, I don't believe in political correctness. I, sensitivity. I'm not, I'm not in any way undermining domestic violence. But I don't know what happened in 1991. The police weren't called. Greg Berhalter and his then-girlfriend, now-wife, broke up over it, got back together, according to their own words, went to counseling, and it became that mistake, and I would imagine the the understanding of that mistake became, they say, the foundation of their long-time, what, 25-year marriage. It's a private thing that happened. It's a long time ago when he was a kid. And the idea that a, that a, that a parents, that the worst, I mean, these are soccer parents in the extreme, and I see them all the time here where I live in Manhattan Beach. I'm sure you do wherever you are would weaponize this to go after Greg Berhalter is unacceptable and wrong, even if, and I saw this on, on ESPN FC yesterday, a show that I like, one of the talents that I like, who made, I thought, a brave point that most people won't say, which is, he didn't say it was okay, he just said this is what moms do when they feel like their kids are under attack. Okay, maybe, I got it, I get it, but you're, this is not your 12-year-old son. This is a, a, a young man, a grown man, who can fend for himself. Uh, there's no way that Greg Berhalter is getting a job at a renewal at, with the U.S. men's national team, is my guess. There's an investigation that's underway, which, by the way, has to happen. If It doesn't matter It doesn't matter if the accusation is real or not real. It's from 20 years ago or two days ago. If it's farcical or completely legitimate, if there's an accusation of domestic violence with a person in position of power and influence, especially in something as public as, in this case, professional sports, the U.S. men's national team, you have to investigate. There, I think Berhalter probably wouldn't have come back. And from a sporting perspective, I think shouldn't have come back. Anyway, I don't see how they bring him back now. And it is also a huge, huge problem for the young man in, in, in Gio Reina who, who, you know, he's got to show up and, and play with these guys for the next 10 years. And mom and dad tried to and probably successfully destroyed the career of one of their friends because he wouldn't, they wouldn't play their kid at the World Cup. It's so, it's so ugly all the way around. And I... Well, I started this radio show a long time ago, and the world has changed. I was pretty vocal in, in going after people who clearly did things that were, I think, morally reprehensible but looked past because fans and coaches and GMs wanted to utilize their their, their talent. Joe Mixon is the perfect example. Every time Joe Mixon comes up on this show, I tell you I don't think he should be in the National Football League. I know nobody cares. I know everybody's moved on. I don't care. I've seen a punch a woman in the face on a camera. For me, that's that's disqualifying. This is different to me because I don't know what happened. I wasn't there, and the woman in question decided to marry this guy, and they, by all accounts, who knows, by all accounts, have a long-standing relationship and love each other. Now, you don't know. Uh, we didn't talk about this, I don't think, yesterday. No, we did a little bit, but I finally watched that Dana White video, and I know Dana. I like Dana, but that kind of a slap, and I don't know, is hard for me to believe it's the first time. If you're willing, drunk or not drunk, to slap your wife in public in, in that kind of a way, it's hard for me to believe her or you, when you say, if you're Dana White, it's never happened before. I don't believe it. Maybe it's true. I don't believe it. I think it's a different thing with Greg Berhalter. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But this, to me, is just ugliness all the way around. It's pettiness all the way around. And there's obviously some weird, toxic, personal stuff that exists between the Berhalters and the Reynos. And, and, and I, I can't imagine all of the slights and, and, and frustrations, real and imagined, that would lead these two families to be in this kind of a bizarro conflict with each other that has become this ugly in this public. But for me, while not in any way saying what Berhalter did is acceptable, for me, it is not okay that this was put out there publicly. 
it is meant to destroy him, and it will be successful. He will not coach the U.S. men's national team again because I don't think he brings a, a whole lot of value to the picture even before even before this went down. But guys, I don't know if um, – hello, Andrew. I don't know if either of you feel differently on on this thing. And, and I'll just say this too. And again, I, I feel like I'm justifying or, or apologizing for someone who did something that they shouldn't have done. I went to college with a lot of guys, a lot of men and women who are now very famous and or like important journalists, sports and otherwise, people that run the Washington Post or the New York Times or various. And most of them, like I can tell you five or I told you this this morning, D-Cell, I give you five or six names of either famous people or extremely important people who did really dumb things in college when they were drunk. And cra- now, not kick it, kicking somebody, but I got buddies who punch people in the face for no reason. I, got, I mean, I can just tell you, but, right, idiot, dumb, young things that are not acceptable. Not this, not this, not not assaulting a woman. And I don't even know what to what degree kicking. I wish I had more details. But it just feels like it is wrong to ever bring those things up. 18, 19-year-old kids drinking and being stupid. Um, this is more than that. But I think the decision-making on whether or not it rose to the level of some sort of long-term or short-term punishment, I think it, it resided in that moment with people who saw it. No one called the police. And with... with a woman who is now the wife of Greg Berhalter and, and decided to get past it. Okay. Do either of you feel differently about this or strongly about this? Mr. Bogus, you're a soccer guy. Yeah, you know, it's – there's – I can't think of a story that has, like, more to unpack in yeah. recent memory than than this one because there's, like, nine different things going on in this one story. And I and I guess I'm with I, I, I share your thought. The word's not sympathy, it's not forgiveness, but there's something different about what Greg Berhalter did when he was nobody in nineteen ninety one as opposed to this happening when he was the head coach of US soccer. Then there's no question, there is no forgiveness, there is no sympathy. He's out. Like this is like it's done. It doesn't matter whether it was a kick or a knee, or an elbow, or more than one slaps to the face. Like, as the head coach, this happens, he's just done. It's, it feels to me like when his wife goes restarts their relationship on her own after this happens in 1991, and then they get married, and we're now in 2023, and they say they're fine and they're good, it's almost like she and they took this off everyone else's table like there's like it like 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 almost erased history by the way they've handled their business since then so i i do like hesitate to completely hold this against him like i would i have the same joe mixon thoughts as you and yeah. anybody else like it just i don't know it just it's and the word is not forgiveness but it's just it seems so long ago and addressed by them directly that it's almost like it's now not our business. And it was it's not as if someone found a police report, which by the way, anybody can call the police on anything, right? Like you can call the police you, you can call the police and make any complaints you want, but that not even that occurred. And I one thing that struck me is that Daniel Reyna again, it's, but the but the the mother of Claudio Reyna and the and the or excuse me, the wife of Claudio Reyna and the mother of Gio. Right. who who turned in the Berhalters. But but how about her story? Though? Before, I don't mean to interrupt. Like, her story is, yeah, I said it, but I didn't say it because I wanted him to get fired. I just, like, said it in conversation right. like I was angry as if she didn't. And she said it to people she, who, she who are his boss. 
I mean, right. like, it, like she said it as right. I think the context was how can Greg not be forgiving of my son of something small when we all forgave him for something big? It's right, garbage, right, fake spin. Oh, it's an accident. But the thing is, like, they are, and again, I'm just going on what has been reported and what they've said. So, so when I say they're family friends, it's obviously a complicated relationship. But in February, the late great, God, I can't believe he's the late, uh, Grant Wall has a quote that's going around from Claudio Reyna praising Burhalter, like, huge, not even a year ago, a ton of praise on what Burhalter could do. Right, and when, uh, he, when he got the job, he said, when he got said the, job, the same things. They're great, their family's intertwined, they've spent time together. If you're Daniel Reyna, the mother of Gio, the wife of Claudio, who, 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 as you said, Bogus, turned this over to the head of the boss at US, the U.S. men's national team. Oh, I didn't know. And you think that Greg Berhalter should be investigated. And you think this is an egregious act. And, and you're Daniel, and you know more details. Because she said, it's Berhalter's statement's not quite true. I was there. I helped, I helped his now wife through the trauma. If you think this was an egregious act of domestic violence that rises to the level of, of decades later need to be reported, why on earth would you let your family be around this guy year after year after year after year after year? Or Why? Up until this month, let him, let him coach your son with no problem. Well, Happily send your, right. your son to his team. That's it. The, the time to complain is when he was up for the job and you had influence over it. And, I, and I'll add this, too. And again, you're right. There's like 11 things or 20 things to unpack. And I know this is small on the, on the list. But if you're Claudio Reyna and you're pissed off your kid didn't play. By the way, he should have. Like Reyna, the young dude, Gio, should have played. We're not talented enough to make an example of Gio. We're just not. He should have been out there. He's a really talented guy. If you're Claudio Arena or you're Daniel, you have your husband do it, he has enough influence, right? He is important enough that all he has to do is publicly go out there and just say the guy should be fired, and there's headlines, and there's drama, and there's pressure. I mean, Claudio's voice matters. You don't have to be... You don't have to go after the underbelly of a secret in a relationship that only close friends know about in order to destroy this guy. That... If you think the guy should be fired, then do it in a way that has to do, for me, with, with soccer. Yeah. And, I mean, the only the, – my first response to that would be, and, again, this is not to okay what they did, but we've had many Berhalter conversations. We critiqued him yeah. apparently telling Gio before the World Cup, hey, you're not going to play, and then basically right. outing him at this – like, he, he, you, you he don't bungled do this. Right? Don't do either one of he those sucks. things. But Separate from the story, he sucks. He sucks, but he's also, his brother's his boss. So right. maybe their thought was the normal means of Fair. us being crappy people and crappy parents aren't going to yeah. work because his brother's going to yep. defend him. We've got to do something that his brother even can't stop. And they obviously thought that through friendship or otherwise that they would have control, influence, something with Berhalter. They were obviously shocked that, that their kid didn't play because I'm sure they thought, they're fr- we're friends. Like, what's he doing to our... I'm sure there's all these emotions, but clear entitlement. I, I mean, this is the most, and, and you're right, it's a separate thing. You can make a separate judgment on Berhalter and what he did or didn't do, but there is clearly a remarkable level of entitlement from this soccer, these soccer parents, from the Reina family, because they were all about Berhalter when they thought it was going to benefit their son, and then they pulled a secret out of the family closet because they have access to these people. They, they knew about it because they all go back years and years and years in an attempt to, I mean, destroy, the attempt is to destroy the guy's life, which is, I think, reprehensible in career and life. I mean, this is his personal life when, and I'm not trying to be flippant, just his coaching could have destroyed his career. I mean, he's not very good as the U.S. men's national team coach, I think. Um, 
Do you think there's any chance? I don't think there's any chance he comes back now, is there? Because he's not good enough to justify it for me. I, I, I don't know how much the timing plays into this. Like, why was his contract allowed to run out in the first place? 100%. Now, was it because they obviously, you know, it was, he still had a contract on December 11th when this was brought to them, so therefore they could not re-sign him while this was going on? Um, but, the, again, the, the wild card is this incestual relationship inside U.S. soccer. Like, I I could see them saying all the things that we just said that basically paint the Reynas as the evil doers in this conversation and actually keeping them. I don't I don't think that's off the table because of his um, brother's you, his boss. How does Gio Reyna come back? I mean, well, so that's the other part of it. They've tainted their son. Play. Yeah, they did. They tainted their son. And we don't know enough to know. I just my assumption, I think all of our assumptions is they did it without their kids' knowledge. And if that's the case, Gio's got to call mom and dad and be like, love you guys. Stay the hell out of my career. Love you. Don't ever involve yourself in my career again. I mean, I I feel bad for this kid. I feel bad for Burhalter's family. I, there's a lot of nuances here. The only people I don't feel bad for are Daniel and Daniela. Daniel, Danielle. Danielle. Danielle and Claudio Reyna. I just, and, and look, it could come out. I don't think it will, but it could come out that that, that Greg Berhalter, that the kicking incident was, was vicious. That's not what we've heard, but for the sake of the point I'm going to make. It could come out that there's there's more things that have happened in this marriage that reflect that. It does not like that's the case. There's no evidence to suggest that. There's no reporting of that. But put all that aside, I, I still think what they did, what the Reynas did, is reprehensible. I think it's reprehensible because they've been a part of this family's life for a really, really long time. And this is an act of, um, I mean, this is an act of, of destruction. It's an attempt... And you guys are married, right? I mean, you know, like, mar- I love my wife, but marriage is hard. Marriage is hard in any situation. How hard is Greg Berhalter's marriage when now whatever happened 30, 40 years, 30 years ago is tied up in his financial well-being, in his career? I mean, it's his marriage now being a huge part of his professional pressures, which I think is wrong. That's part think. of it for me. Like, okay, maybe he's not the coach of U.S. soccer anymore, but, like, can he work as an analyst now? Can he work any in any capacity within the soccer world now? I mean, Claudio Reyna is the sporting director of the MLS Austin team. Is that is that what he does? Like, right? He does have a job in MLS. I don't know the team or the title, I but he does work in it. MLS. And it's like, yeah, to your point, Tom, can, can Berhalter go coach an MLS club? How much influence does Claudio have over those things? I, you're, I don't. I think he's probably still employable. And I think being the U.S. men's national team coach buys you a lot of value before this happened at the MLS level. But nothing would surprise me. Andrew's suggestion that he could still get the job and the concern that he could not be employed again. I think the range is is entirely possible. Yeah, I mean, there's so many teams, though, in Europe. He would work again. He might never get back to being... Like some second-tier or third-tier job. Those are miserable jobs. Yeah, I mean, the trajectory might be over, but... You know the Reynas have acted so terribly here that as long you know if there is not if this story the original story from ninety one is not worse than he's making it out to be right. that it was this one terrible small lap, quick lapse of judgment and they fixed it like that's overcomable like that can be yes. talked about and he can be presented as this sympathetic figure where these two rogue crazy soccer parents try to take him down and you know we're going to be the ones that give him a chance to. You know, to bring himself back. Let me ask you guys a difficult question, which I know you guys love when I just do this, but I was thinking about this. 
speaking of like people I know in college, and and I don't think that this is domestic violence, so so I feel comfortable sharing it. But maybe I'm wrong. You tell me if I'm wrong. I know a couple from college who are married now, and she had a bit of a drinking problem in the sense that like you look back and like oh when she drank she got crazy and she shouldn't have been drinking, and I, and she slapped this guy and hit him in the face at bars a couple times when she like, like not okay, but like pretty like whoa man like what are you doing? And it's a woman hitting a man, which is different than a man hitting a woman. But it happens. I've seen it. They're happily married. They've got kids. Everything's fine, right? I, I don't think that still happens. Is that d- domestic violence from when they were 19? Is that disqualifying for her? Like, I, I, you know, how do we assess these things properly from 30 years ago if there's a, right, if, I don't think it is. I don't think she committed domestic violence against this guy, and I think there are women who, if you hit about, if you hit your husband all the time, I, th- I think that qualifies, right? I just I've seen something. I think if we're all just telling the truth, like this, with literally people I knew in college who are now married and happily married, isn't there a possibility? It's just people do dumb things in college that don't rise to the level of you need to be punished for this. Well, and punish in perpetuity, like for the rest of. Your right. life. Like, and normally when we have these conversations, the person, the thing happened when the person was already somebody, already had a job, already had some kind of sway, prominence, whatever, and they compromise themselves by misbehaving while in that position. You know, like, this, yep. I, I, so I, I'm, I'm with you on it is, it seems like a long reach, especially because they're okay. Like, I, I get just, I get... Like it was like we're making a decision for her that she chose to go in a different direct. Like I, I don't know that just it's like a weird forcing our way into their life and like judging the way they judge themselves in '91 and then moved forward from it. It just feels awkward, and that we're not we shouldn't be doing it. Tom, you're you're, you're not a huge soccer guy, but it's obviously a really interesting story. I know we're out of time here, but but last word. Do you, what's your husband's sports producer? What's your knee-jerk on all this? The only thing I keep coming back to, and I don't even think it's fair to even float out there, but I, it's just the human nature in me where I keep going. Like, we think they're okay. We We haven't heard or seen another incident since back in 1991, but, like, is it fair to ask then? Is it fair to think? Is it fair to question? I don't think it is, but that's naturally where my head I, goes to. I mean, I think it's fair to ask and wonder, and I think it's I think it's fair to take Mrs. Berhalter at her word, right? Like I and this is where maybe it's unfair. I don't take Dana White's wife at her word, having seen what I've seen in the last two weeks, right? TMZ has the video. The way that I do Greg Berhalter's I I I believe Greg Berhalter's wife. I don't have a reason not to. It's really hard. It's a really hard one to unpack. All right. That was a bit of a downer. An uh, hour from now, Bogus, we're going to talk about the fact that I've discovered a hit TV show from like four years ago. I've cracked the code of TV greatness. So everybody else knew it and you didn't? I, or? No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. well, maybe not. Is it maybe? called Friends? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like Rachel. <laughs> You'll love the show. Sounds like my type. It's about six people who live in a place in New York City no one can afford and never could, but they they have a great life. It's really great. No, it's a it's a Netflix show. You're gonna love it. You are gonna love it. We'll get into that in an hour, and we'll do um you know let's do a let's do an update let's do an update on, on what's going on 
with, with Bengals, Bills, and, and Demar Hamlin. We'll we'll unpack some of that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Buffalo Bills just put out a statement. It is good news. I'm going to read it to you now. Per the physicians caring for DeMar Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, DeMar has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal, and he is making steady progress. We are grateful for the love and support we have received. That is great news. And remarkable improvement is a beautiful thing to hear from a football team that is obviously relying on the medical staff at the Cincinnati Medical Center for the information they're putting out there. That is that is great news. Uh, thoughts and prayers continue on my part, and I'm sure everyone else's part, uh, for for Demar Hamlin, and and um, it looks like football is going to obviously go on this weekend. Uh, the Bills, I believe, are speaking today. Are, are going to have some availability finally today, and we have a little more information on what happened on on Monday Night Football. There's reporting out there that's very reasonable and legitimate that backs what Joe Buck had said. By the way, it sounds like, according to the reporting, the NFL's plan. And I'm not even being that harsh on the National Football League. It's real time decision making. Would have been a terrible mistake. But they wanted to play the game, and the report is they had told people, they had told players, weren't you know, we're going to get back to this. It looks like, and that the players, in effect, said, "Hell no, we're not, we're not doing it," which is the right, which is the right reaction, and it, it's the right call not to play the game. And Tom, I got to tell you, it feels ugly for me even to like. I'm trying to transition to talking about what do you do with the makeup game, and I, it just feels wrong even to bring it up. But it is something 
the NFL is going to have to figure out, and it is unlikely, not impossible, that they're going to delay the season because they don't like pushing games back. They don't like creating scenarios where teams buy and have the extra week. All the football stuff that feels so meaningless right now, but will have to be resolved. Uh, Joe Burrow, to his, I think, remarkable credit, the guy gets it, said, and I believe him, I believe him, whatever the Bills want to do, we'll do. Right? Whatever the Bills decide, we'll do. Uh, there, there obviously are real football implications. I mean, the Bills and the Bengals are two of the three best teams in the AFC. They're two of the best three or four teams in the National Football League. And again, it feels ugly talking about it. But just to put the facts out there, the Bills winning out gets them the AFC number one seed and the only buy in the AFC. And so the game is really significant. Um, I, Tom, I don't, I don't even like talking about it, so I certainly don't know what I would recommend, like what I think is the right decision. Other than I like Joe Burrow just saying, whatever, man, it's football. Like, they tell us, right? You guys tell us, and we'll we'll, we'll live with it. Seems like the right, the right call. I think that was incredible leadership by Joe Burrow saying, whatever the Bills say, we support them. And to get to the football point of it, which still seems completely irrelevant, although it is fantastic to get that great news about uh, Hamlin's health. It is. It is. I don't see how they make up this game. Like, can you get to just winning percentages? If you just scrap this game, we it, it never happened. We never play it, and we just move on to week 18. You can, but I think if you, and I could be wrong on this, I think if you do winning percentages, the Heat get the number one seed because they'll have played, an, assuming they went out, they'll play an extra game, right? And wouldn't that give them the buy? Yeah, it's a tough one. We'll, we'll keep talking about it. I'm sure we'll get back to the football part of this soon. Just doesn't feel right for me, at least uh, so far. Let's let's talk some hoops. Let's transition to some basketball. My buddy Kurt Heelan from NBA NBC Sports, excuse me, uh, joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.